ten dollars a round. Thank you for tuning in to another week of Swerving to the Lane with Brent and Gang. This week I have my grandmother, and my auntie Wima, and my mommy is on again. Hello. And this Hi. week we're going to touch on marriage and dig into some of the ins and outs of marriage. So to start off, I always start off with a game. So this one I'm going to do Would You Rather with you guys. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just tell me your honest opinion. Would you rather a pause button on life or a rewind button? Hmm. Pause. A pause button? Mm -hmm. What about you, Grandpa? Mm -hmm. Rewind. Rewind? What about you, Mom? I would say rewind. Uh, mm, I think I would do a rewind button too. Even though a pause button would be dope because it's just some stuff that you just want to enjoy it while it's there. That's why I said, I said rewind because I can rewind and enjoy what I want to enjoy and delete the stuff I don't enjoy. If you had the ability to change things that happen, would you rather change them or keep them the same? Change them. Really? Mm -hmm. Change. Them. Change. I'm sorry. What was the question? Would you rather be able to have the ability to change things that happen in your life or keep them the same? Change. I don't know. For me, I think I would choose keep them the same because maybe because I'm younger, most of the stuff that I've been through, I kind of learned from it. So it's like, yeah, there's some things. It's in a life, good point. There's okay. some things in life, yes, you do learn from. But if you can but avoid, if you can avoid making you know better errors, then, then you would yes, change, do it. change it. Mm. Would you rather be stuck on an island completely alone or stuck with someone that's annoying? Alone. 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 No, I'd rather somebody annoying because I, I would go crazy. It's just us and you're going to annoy me and I'm going to go crazy. Yeah, no. Because you're going to get I'd rather be. Yeah, I'd rather be yeah, alone. I'd rather be alone. I can think, I can write, I can scream, I can talk. It's just me. Mm -mm. I like peace. So maybe that's why. If you had the time to stop time, would you rather stop time or no? If you had a power, would you oh. rather stop time or be able to fly? Be able to fly. If you had what? If you had a power, would you choose to stop, stop time, time or oh, be I able to fly? fly? Why? Free. I can go wherever go I want to go when I want to go. Free spirit. Birds yeah. are free spirit. You can fly, go anywhere, land, chill, get back up, go, fly some more. Mm -hmm. It's no just what time life at your leisure. Yep. I wouldn't want to fly at night, Ma. Because you scared me. But yeah, okay. I'm, yeah, I'm afraid of heights. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to fly. I would, oh, you would be the one put in style. Yeah, I would just stop. I would just put a pause on it, skip over it if I can. What about you, girl? If you had a power, would it be to fly? To fly? Why do you go all with y'all? You just want to be birds. <laughs> <laughs> no, we want to we see things, do things, feel things. And be things. free. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. I can see that. And the last one is, if you could live on an island, would you choose living on a line, on an island or would you choose living in, living in the city life? The island. The city. The island. 
Why you want the city? Grandma? She likes to go to the store and roam and just... I like to roam around and breathe. I feel free when I'm You won't oh. feel free on the island? No, no, no. Where beach. you going? You got your feet in the sand. No, uh -uh. I ain't no sand person, no pool person, and I'm, I like to get up and move around. And on an island, and you can't go but just so far. But if you're in the city, you could go anywhere you want to go. Oh, well, if you're on the island, you got your own kayak, your own right. boat. You can go, go wherever you want to go, when you want to go. I, I don't, don't, see, that I don't see it that way. Mm -hmm. She likes the streets to go hang out in the stores. <laughs> I'm going to sit back on the island watching my beautiful sunrise, sunset, mm -hmm. right. with my toes in the water, right. and a mind chain in my hand. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. You want to be in that city, Grandma? Mm -hmm. Oh, no. She good. <laughs> she love Harlow. <laughs> That's where Christina get it from. <laughs> I can't. I can't. All right, so let's dive into this week's topic on marriage. When did you guys know that you was ready to be married? The first time I didn't know I was ready. I just was getting married because life was happening. But this time I knew that I was ready. I had the right person, you know, the right time. So, you know, I knew that it was time. The first time I got married, my head was in a whole different space, whole different realm. Um, and I really didn't want to like raise my kids by myself. Mm -hmm. um, so it was kind of a weird circumstance. But the second time I got married, um, this time, I knew I wanted to be with the person that I was getting married to. What about you, Grandma? Well, when I first got married, I was young, dumb, and full of cum. Now. Now, when I married my second husband, I loved him. He loved me. We fought like hell, but we loved each other. Mm -hmm. And we stayed together till death do us part. That's dope. Um, I'm, this is my first time being married. And at first, I didn't know if I was ready, but I knew that this was somebody that I saw myself with in the long run. So I pray to God it lasts because I'm one of those that I'm you only got one time out of me. Like maybe as I get older it may change, but yeah, I'm kind of a, a one time gal. I'm That's what you say now. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope and pray that it do work out that me way. Me too, because I can't see myself doing it again. No? <laughs> but see, the first time I got married, I was in love. What you call it? Teenage love. Mm, puppy love. And you got married yeah, young, pup, Yeah, I got married young. So when I got married, I thought it was going to be forever, but he died and left me with your mama and the other young ones I had, the other, the ones James and Joe and Kathy. And um, I, I had to start all over again. I, I had four kids. I was lost with four kids. I was young with four kids. So I had to find me somebody who was going to love me and my children. And thank God for Jesus, I did find somebody who loved me and my children. Mm -hmm. And we got married. Did you feel ready for, the, for that step when it was the, the happening? Sec, the yeah, second, second time, time, yes, I felt ready. The first time I wasn't really ready because I really wasn't, no, I really wasn't sure that I loved him. 
But I, I know that I was gonna have I was had these kids from him. You know, every time he looked at me, I got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> she was thumping that rabbit. She was fertile murder. You know, so <laughs> I didn't know. Um, I didn't know if that marriage was gonna last or not. So as a child, did y'all see yourself one day getting married? Like, did you have the picture in your head, like? I'm gonna get married. I'm gonna be somebody's wife. I'm gonna like. Did yeah. you see? Yeah. I, no, I did. I mean, no, yeah. I, I, I saw it. I I saw my future, but it wasn't with no husband. I had plans, great plans, um, things that I was gonna do, and and it didn't happen that way. But yeah. I thank the Lord. Today I'm your grandma, baby. You your grandma's baby? Yeah. I didn't see myself getting married. Like I knew that I wanted to love somebody and I wanted to give them that love, but I didn't. I'm kind of, you gotta remember the generation I'm growing up in. They don't really take marriage seriously. They don't. No, they just shack up. Yeah. So I didn't have that in my mind. Like, okay, I'm gonna eventually be somebody's wife. Like, even when it came to us getting married, and we was trying to like discuss if we wanted to have like the whole wedding in the church and all that stuff. And at first, I was like, yeah, I want to do it. And then I thought about it. I'm like, no, we could just go to the courthouse and I could do a reception party or something. Like, I didn't. I didn't want the whole ball game. Well, the first marriage I had, we didn't have no big to do either. All I did was get married. We uh, went to somebody. House? No, we went to somebody's house. And did I get married got, in the church? No, we didn't. We got married in somebody's house because the, the judge said I was too young and they were going to lock my husband up. She was 16. And, and, you got married at 16? Grandma, I never yes. knew that. And he, he was like in your 20s. He, he, oh um, they were going to lock your grandpa up. What? Because they called it a statutory rape. But I had to tell him that he didn't rape me. I gave it to him. Because she know. was 16, he was 20? Yeah, 21, 21, 21, 21, somewhere like that. So in those days, it's not yeah. like this generation. You're doing all ages. Yeah. But back then, it was very strict. And in the eyes of the law, she was a minor. Mm -hmm. You got married in, in New York? Yeah. Mm -hmm. In Brooklyn. Cause I know in some other states they allow it, like mm -hmm. even if the Quaker states. <laughs> yeah, they allow it with the, the, the consent of, of, of the parent. Yeah. 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 Wow, I never knew you were married so young, mm -hmm. Noah. That's crazy. I learned something about her. Remember what she said? She was young, dumb, and full of gold. All right, so you two, y'all both said that y'all did see yourselves yeah. being wives. I I feel that I've always been the nurturing type. I always want, always was taking care of somebody, doing stuff for somebody. So I always felt that I'm going to be somebody's wife. I'm going to take care of my husband. I'm going to take care of my kids. And I've always, that I just always felt like that. So. You saw yourself being a wife. Yeah. And what about you? I saw myself being a wife and having a family, children, and just the whole fairy tale, you know, wife. White house. Picking fence. <laughs> you know, husband, working, children. Not necessarily being a housewife, being a working woman myself, but having a husband and children. You know, like the Cosby show. Mm -hmm. That's what I saw myself. That was my go to map of being an adult in a black family. Having a husband, working parents, children in school educated. That was my roadmap. 
What if your husband would ask you to be a housewife and just stay at home with the kids? <laughs> well, funny. So <laughs> I always, <laughs> I always tell my husband that now that I'm tired of working and I'm ready to be a housewife mm -hmm. and I will iron you your shirts and cook mm -hmm. your three meals and because I'm just and I'll have my little business on the side from home my little therapy but yeah I don't have a problem with it honey I've been working since I was 13 years old I'm okay <laughs> I have my experience and I know how to make you money and I know how to get money I am a workaholic just like your mother I can't see much I had to do it for two years with the injury to my back and it I was losing my mind mm -hmm. I slipped into depression like I can't see myself being an at-home wife I don't know I mean I props to everybody that can do it but for me mm -mm. Yeah, I have no problem with Well, I did it with the first husband. I was an at-home wife. I stayed home. I took care of the kids. I cooked food, washed clothes, ironed shirts, all that stuff I did. So what, did, did you enjoy But that's what those women it did, did in it those days. It didn't bother me. It didn't bother me, but my first husband, he liked to get drunk and fight. So I, that's the part that I didn't like, mm -hmm. you know, and I wanted to get out of it. But I, I couldn't find a way to get out of it. But the Lord found a way for me, took him on home. And I finished raising my children. From, you know, till I met my second husband. And he helped me with them. Would you be able to be an at-home wife? No. Years ago, I would say no. I need to be out there. I need to make my money. I need to be on the grind. But now I'm at that age, like getting up to go to work in the morning. It's a hassle. I'd, I'd rather stay home, mm -hmm. tend to my house, tend to my husband. As I said, make my little money on the side. If I got to watch somebody's little snotty nose kid here and there, fine. I'm doing it in the comfort of my own home. I feel like the thought of me just and staying at home. This way I could. But it's a different I can set home. my own schedule. It's a different home wife than your grandmother's stay-at-home wife. See, they had no, how can I say it? Women in those days didn't have value. Like it was the man was the breadwinner. Mm -hmm. Women's role was to stay home, stay home and, and be home the caregiver. Yeah, take care of the children, you know. That was her job. To that was the woman's job in that house. day. That was their job. And the husband's job was to go out and make the money and come home and pay the bills. That's why marriage was so big back in those days because that's what it was. Mm -hmm. The man had the caregiver and he was the provider. Now, women are making just as much money as men, very independent, can run households on their own. But I don't mind because I've done my share and I can be self-employed with a small business at home and provide for my household. But don't get me wrong, I will go out, I will travel, I will live. You know, it's I, just I the that's point the of going out every day to a job. Yeah. Sometimes it's just, and jobs are not the way it used to be. And it's just enough already. I'm just ready to get my and own back business. Back in my day, you, if you got tired of one job, you could go and get you another job the next day. And like that. Yeah. Now it's hard to get yeah, jobs. It's now it's hard to get And even with Corona, it's even worse. Even you can have with degrees up the, up the yin-yang and they won't hire you. Even with, with apartments. Back in those days, 
if you wanted to move and get a bigger apartment, mm -hmm. it was no problem. You could get an apartment. Walk down the next block, and there's a big old apartment ready for you. Mm -hmm. You know, but you can't do that now. You got to. It's like you're stuck. Mm -hmm. You can't quit your job because you quit your job, you ain't gonna get that another. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm glad the Lord allowed me to work till I did and retire. At the time I did, that's when all this shit started changing. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to go through all that because I was home. My husband retired, I retired. We was living off pretty good and everything. But nowadays, you need two people working in the household. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, that's true. Definitely. And the reason why I said stay at home at this point in my life now, stay at home, because once, as she said, it's a hassle getting up every morning, getting on that grind to go be on the train with these unruly people. Kids ain't got no manners. They don't know how to talk. They, they just so disrespectful. And it's just a whole hustle and bustle of having to get up every day to go to that job. Whereas if you're working from home, you set your own schedule. You set your pace for the day of how you want to operate and perform your day and work your day out or plan out your week on what you're going to do each day of the week. Like, okay, today I'm going to get up and I'm going to do laundry and I'm going to do this project on a computer and I'm going to watch this one's child at this time. You set your own schedule. Whereas when you have to get up and go to work, you got to get up and go to that nine to five. So if you lived in another state, you think you still feel the same way? If I lived in another state, mm -hmm. yeah. I would still, I'd rather, once again, especially if it's a state where I can be more outdoorsy, I'd rather be, I'd rather work, for, I'd rather be a stay-at-home. I'm squishing on my booty. I'm sorry, Grandma. My booty's sitting on No. Okay. If it was, I've been told to. <laughs> what are some of the difficulties you've experienced um, during marriage? Whether it be your first one or your current one? Communication with my first one and honesty. My second one, my second one, I don't have communication. My second one, I don't have a bad communication because I stated what my issue was on my first one. I was very adamant about it, and I take it very seriously because it was important. Because not communicating destroyed my first marriage, mm -hmm. and the honesty destroyed it. So. I don't care what you do, tell me and let me be angry about it. Mm -hmm. But at least I know. Mm -hmm. I'm aware. No one can hold anything over my head. I'm not walking blindly. You know, mm -hmm. that yeah. you don't have yeah. nothing to hold over me. Right. You know, and that's what I want. And I have it. You know, I have it. And sometimes it may take him a minute to tell me the truth because he know I'm going to go off. Mm -hmm. But he tells me eventually. I feel like that's my hardest thing to like the communication and be so off because we both have hot heads but for me my temper is like mm -hmm. he knows your issue is you shut down that when too and when I get too aggravated yeah down. I'll shut down and then he'll be sitting then it's like now he wants to try and open up like you can't want to open up to me when I'm in my mode of shutting down like you, I gave you a chance to communicate with me, and you didn't. Well, everybody, everybody needs a, a second chance, and you can't live in a, a relationship not saying nothing. You have to learn to open your mouth. If you, I, I'm gonna tell you, I learned that lesson. It was a hard lesson to learn, but I learned it. If you don't say something, then your spouse gonna start to moving around other places. 
You have to open your mouth and tell him what you feel, whether he like it or not. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. Give him my time to think about what you said. Mm -hmm. And that's why I went wrong in my first marriage. I said absolutely nothing. I allowed everything to go on and I said nothing. And it was the worst thing to do. I, I, now you I, ask I, your Uncle Joey now, I say whatever and, and you're going to deal with it and go in your corner, listen to, think about what I said, mm -hmm. cool off, and then it's over. But I'm going to say what I feel. I'm not keeping anything in anymore. One, for my health because it affected my health. I yes. was very sick in that marriage, yes. that first marriage, because I kept everything in, arthritis, sickle cell, everything just, and it damaged me physically. I was a very sick person during that time. This time yes, I, yes. I have health issues, but it's nowhere near what I was then, you know, and I voice, I don't care what it is. I voice what I have to say. What about you, mom? Yeah, you have to talk. You have to have communication um i feel like you're always talking but what i do suggest you have you have to talk because if you don't say anything that how they're going to know how you feeling and, and how are you going to know what yes. they're thinking they're going to run over you because you're not saying nothing and but what you i do suggest when you do say something you don't talk in anger and right. uh oh. and a spiritual counselor when I went through what I went through with my first husband, I went to a spiritual counselor because I wasn't that heavy into the church like that. And But I did seek a spiritual counselor, and she helped me find myself and learn God. And she showed me that I put him before everything in my marriage, me and God. But what she said was, when you are angry, don't discuss what's on your heart right then and there. Cool off. Mm-hmm. And think about how to voice it. Mm -hmm. And then talk when you're calm. Yeah. That way the transition is smooth in the dialogue. Yep. So don't talk in anger. Because it's going to come out into that. And then yeah. he, he going to shut angry. down. You going to shut down. Everybody going to shut down. But you say things that you don't really mean. Because it's right. angry. You and I'm a Scorpio. I'm it from the gut. You say stuff spitefully just to hurt that person's feelings. Yeah, I bring it from the gut. Afterwards, yeah. after yeah. you've calmed down and that person calmed down, you think about it and you be like, because yeah, words hurt. I, it's out. You can't, yeah. it's not like yeah. you can take no, it back. Because right. words hurt. You know, once it's out, it's out. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry you, you said. You can't say it because that, don't, that, that thought clean is clean in mind or in her mind that she said such and such a thing or he said mm -hmm. such and such a thing. And it stays in your mind. Mm -hmm. Here it is. With what? Yeah. Here. Oh, my earring. So where's the thing? The little thing? Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, so I know that you guys all have blended families. Is it difficult or was it difficult having a blended family and trying to transition into having a blended family? Because for Hell me, yeah. we all my blended family has not transitioned and it's been 10 years. So, and I and raised one of the kids. Mine was 35 years and it didn't blend in. Oh yeah, gosh. hers was 35 years and it didn't, never blended. Mine's been 10 years and I've raised one of the children from five years old and it still hasn't blended yet. It's, it's just hard because it's hard to parent. See, hers... Especially if the, if the, the children from the other side, father don't, back you up oh my god well Girl, let me yes. not say well let yes. me let me correct something on my part yes 
my first marriage, that was the only thing good about my marriage is that we did have a blended family because me and her mother are like this. We have a better relationship than I did with my husband. Mm -hmm. Excellent relationship. Mm -hmm. Like we talk all the time and I haven't been with my husband in a number of years. So we have a wonderful relationship. She came to my wedding, to this marriage. <laughs> I went to her wedding. I go to Cindy's graduations and all of that. Mm -hmm. So we have a relationship. We talk all the time. When grandpa passes, she calls with condolences. She checks on me all the time. So we have that relationship. Now, the second one, I don't have a relationship with at all. Mm -hmm. And that causes turmoil you because you're not a part of the relationship, but you try to be involved in the raising process. And you can't when you gave that up. So they are with us. Mm -hmm. And with and you that, try to make that a comment that's on the outside, mm -hmm. she ain't gonna never let you stay uh, be calm in that household mm -hmm. because she always gonna find something to fill into those kids' heads to keep those kids from that is the listening thing, to all. That's mm -hmm. the thing that I battle with now because it's like, for the most part, I have a pretty decent relationship with um, my stepkids' mom, except for one. And it has caused so much friction in my household because it's like I don't want to speak out of turn but I also want to make it clear like I'm, I'm just better. as much of an active participant yeah. in raising this child. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If anything we should all be able to come together yes. Yes. so that we could all be on the same page yes. versus yes. it's up and down now you got them coming over here disrespecting me but going mm -hmm. back home to you and telling you something totally opposite just mm -hmm. manipulate the situation mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's like i feel like sometimes when i speak up on it and i tell him all the time when i, I speak nothing. up on it he sits there he doesn't say anything but he says he understands me but then your, you your child's mother is still acting the ass like when are you mm -hmm. gonna address what i'm saying to you if he, even if Never he does because of guilt even yeah. if he does say something to mm -hmm. her she's not gonna leave it alone for the simple reason that he married you. Yeah, not her. exactly. That's yes. why I keep, I keep saying to you. Yes. There's that bit of baby mama. Yes. Syndrome that you have to deal with, and what you two have to do as a, a combined unit, you have to make rules and regulations for your household. Mm -hmm. and, and for when she's over they there need with you. To, he needs to make sure that is implemented when the other children come, mm -hmm. and he has to back you when those kids act a certain way. If you say something, you know, and they be like, daddy, whatever, whatever, mm -hmm. he has to back you on it. Because if him, not, if he does not back you, that shows those kids, okay, there's a division here. Yes. So I don't have to listen to her because no matter what she, she says, my, my daddy's mama. gonna do X, Y, and, and Z. she ain't my mama. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's always yeah. gonna be the thing. She ain't my mama. You may get one or two of them that's, gonna, that's gonna come out and be like, well, I'm happy to see you because you're not my mother. No, I'm not your mother. But I'm an elder. But I am an elder. Yes. You're going so you're to respect, respect your elders. And when you're in my household, these are my rules, and you're going to abide by my rules. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to abide by my rules, then I'm sorry. You can stay home with your mom. It's so difficult because sometimes I start to feel like I'm the drill sergeant, and he's the one that they just go to when they know that. You know, they could get away with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As parents, as parents, you are the disciplinary and he's not. The nine, mm -hmm. nine times out of ten, you're in a household with a mother and a father. Nine times out of ten, the mother is always the disciplinarian. Mm -hmm. 
the father will sit back and he may yell once or twice and the kids are like, because it's like, eh, we'll leave daddy alone. We go to daddy, we get anything from daddy. Daddy, Daddy's fun. Mommy's the, the mean one. Okay, mommy will be the mean one. But you also got to know when you get too out of hand and I got to tell daddy, now you're in trouble. Now, yeah, yeah. Gonna now you're in trouble because yeah. daddy going to really yeah. give you the business. Because my friend's father, the mother used to fuss and fuss and fuss and if he hear the kids fussing too much, he'll get up. And the minute they used to hear his feet hit them slippers, they scattered. Because now they know that she didn't fuss so much, mm -hmm. he has to get involved. Mm -hmm. And he was sleep because he got to go to work tonight. Mm -hmm. So now that he got to get up on his bed and put his feet in his slippers to come it's down and discipline y'all, mm -hmm. is on. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's, you know. How you and baby used to be. I've always I been afraid of that. Fuss, 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 Nothing, baby. Just me here. Laugh because she liked to see me get mad, stuff like that. I was spiteful. You know, oh, I do this just to get mommy mad. I want to see a reaction. Okay, you know what? Enough is enough, babe. And he'd be like, come here. And they come scary. Yes, daddy. Your mother been yelling at y'all for the past two hours. Open your hand. They scared though. That's they spanking. Just open your hand. If he really wanted to hurt us, he'll make us do it this side. Yep. Open your hand. That was they spanking. Yeah. They did. They did. I think y'all might have got the belt maybe once from him. Me? Well, I know Brianna got the belt like once or twice from him, but you, Miss Challenger. You know. But once again, once it gets to the point where Daddy have to step up, then you know you're in trouble. But nine times out of 10, the majority of the time in the household, the mother is the disciplinarian mm -hmm. and the mother's always the bad guy. So, so you gotta like always your, feel that's like, like your you're the bad guy. But I can no, tell you what, I'm being a disciplinarian. over it already. Listen, that's like your sister. She's a grown woman now. God rest her soul. Every time she would have a bickering with me, she kept hang up off, hang up on me and call him. And cause she wants him to take her side. And when he would say, listen to your mother, your mother is right. You shouldn't do such a, she would get mad with him and start yelling and screaming at mm -hmm, him. Mm -hmm. I said, now what's the point of her doing that? Mm -hmm. If she, she calling him to get him on her side. Mm -hmm. Cause she don't want him right, on my side. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it ain't gonna work that way. Mm -hmm. He gonna tell her that he's on my side mm -hmm. by telling her the right thing to do. And right. she ain't gonna like it cause she don't want to hear it. Right. Mm -hmm. But as a parent as a, and having a blended family, you always, unfortunately, have to show that united front to the children that are coming into the household, that are not living there. So you always, always, always have to show that united front. Well, I don't have a united front, Brittany, and I can't give you no good advice on this because I have washed my hands. I, I, I can't I'm not gonna hold you. That's allow of, that's myself to continue to get sick and stress myself out, I can't. Now yours is smaller than mine. Yes. So you have a little so, bit of like time, I'm, I'm over. but mine's are grown and you have to fly. Spread your wings and fly. Listen, mine's were small when I started out. But the oldest one, she came in here and act like everything that was in the refrigerator belonged to her and her sister couldn't have none of it. And, oh, I didn't like right it. and I spoke on it. He got frustrated with, with it. Then she goes over there and tell her mother a bunch of lies 
And he come back and questioned me. I said, I don't have no reason to lie on your children. You hid in the house. That that be my thing. I said, well, you, you hid in the house. You see what I'm going through. I had to tell him to take his fucking kids home and let them stay over there. They can't come back over here no more. Because I'm tired of the bullshit. It's always bickering and bickering. I told him, I said, this woman got a thorn in your side mm -hmm. from these children. Mm -hmm. And they're going to stay in your side mm -hmm. until they get grown. Mm -hmm. And didn't it happen? Mm -hmm. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I'm kind of at that point where I'm washing my hands with it, but then it's like, they still young. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I but can't it's still... not nipped in the butt now, it's not going to get any better mm -hmm. as they get older. And no, that's what I'm Because mine's is 15. That's what I'm And I just of. washed my hands the other day, I'm over it. Because I'm going to hurt you. And it's not going to be a nice thing. I'm going to break your neck. You know, and when I'm ready to do this to you, and snap you and don't give a damn, then it's a, I need to let you go. And that's just, what I'm afraid of. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't want to do that. I pray for you. Like, I don't know. <laughs> mm -hmm. I feel but like I can't keep talking to, I can't. So does he, feel like, does he feel like, you know, you're kind of turning your back on, on the kid? No. Because that's what I'm afraid no, of. No, he doesn't feel that way. He just says, okay, we'll address it, we'll address it. And then we don't address it. Because honestly, we're, parent, we're parenting two different ways. When I'm home, what I say goes. But when I'm not home, you rely on that. Mm -hmm. And don't she's my witness because she's there when I'm not home. He's like in his men, room. Men do he's in his room on his phone watching right. his shows. And this kid is doing whatever the hell he want to do. Now, why you in bed during school with your laptop? We bought you a desk and a chair yes. for schoolwork to and sit there like you had just had that situation with Sarah. And then you get up after I left and got back in the bed. That's what I'm going through right now with Sarah. Now, he don't know that I know that he got back yeah, in the bed. He was in that bed because when I opened that door to ask him what he wanted for breakfast, he was laying down with the computer in his lap. Mind you, I just almost took his head off. I woke the whole house up at six o'clock in the morning because this is not you. It's not okay. This is school time. Right. You're only on two days a week. Mm -hmm. You don't lay in the bed for what? Get up and sit at that chair at that table we bought you because I'll throw the shit out because you don't I need it. I just was going through that with Sienna. We had parent teacher the other day, and her teacher's like she's getting the good grades, but the problem is. When it's time for her to be on class, 50% of the time, either her camera is off or when and she's on. And that's what he's trying to do. When her camera's on, she's doing everything else, playing on the bed, flipping on the bed, laying on the bed. And I'm like, ma'am, why? You have a desk. Go sit your ass at the desk and focus and lock in on school. Yes, you're getting good grades. Kudos. But that don't, the, that's feedback, the feedback ain't, that's what it don't match. He's like, like, the camera's off. The camera's on. First of all, you in class. What the hell's on the chair? to see you. Right. Yep. Get your ass in that chair. Yep. So I had to call him and flush him out and tell him about himself. And I, I'm sorry, he's not well right now, but I had to tell you during your surgery that you need to get this shit right because this is not appropriate. You let him do it last week, unbeknownst to me, and then I go in there and yell at him today. Why has it that last week? Oh, when he was sitting up in the bed. He shouldn't have been in the bed, period. That's my desk. point. Yeah. What the hell we about to dust in the chair from? Do I need to throw it in the garbage and sit it outside? Yep. And see, well, my husband, he grew up totally different from us. Like, I grew up with, not only do I have, like, family-oriented, but... My family, everyone in my family was very tough on us. They disciplined the hell out of mm -hmm. us. 
he didn't get that. Right. So I tell him, I'm like, they said, my sister got sent to Uncle James. Like, and Uncle James. Make Uncle her read James whipped me into shape with make, reading. Make her read that book. Everything. I'm, I'm gonna kill her up here. And I, and I tell him that all the time. I'm like, my mother didn't play that with the grades. I always got good grades. It wasn't until freaking high school that at damn near the end of my high school is when I started slacking off. Mm -hmm. And even still, by then my I had already got extra credits because I've always been on the honor roll. Like I've always had pretty good grades. And I tell him that now I'm like, you're home with Siana. Most of the days I'm at work. You work in the nighttime, so you're home. And he don't the pay him a bit of attention. Yep. He, he be sitting there on that damn telephone. He's sitting on the phone. Mm -hmm. And Siana's doing whatever she wants. The twins is running around, mm -hmm. flipping the house upside down. Siana knows better. And that's what I said. Siana like, knows She knows better. better, but she also needs you to be as hard on her as I am. Mm -hmm. And he's because like, she knows daddy's home. He's like, and that's that's my son's issue. He knows his father is just gonna, cause Love I'll discipline it. him, and then he'll get mad, and then go sit up under his father and whisper about what happened. No, there's no private conversations here. If you don't like what I did? Have open have discussion. Open discussion. Don't sit there and whisper to your father about what just happened. Cause now. I already told him what I did. I'm not afraid of anybody. I'm not gonna hide what I said or did to you. Mm -hmm. This is what I said or did. So now what we gonna do about it? Yep. My stepkids do that now, and I tell him, I'm like, I don't like that. Don't have little secret hidden discussions. Mm -hmm. Make it a group forum. Mm -hmm. You know what I did. Majority of the time, you're standing there, so you're seeing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Don't sit there and go behind and have a little one on one conversation. Let's make this a group no, conversation. No, because what they say is, it's okay, don't worry. Because what yeah, you tell them is, well, you just like gotta that. shut up. You just gotta be quiet and shut your mouth and don't say nothing. Learn to keep your mouth closed. No, that's not teaching them a lesson. That's right. That's, he's being it's not learn about to nothing. keep his mouth closed. It's to tell him he's wrong. Yeah, that's what it is. Because mm -hmm. it's wrong. I'm not yelling at him just because I want to yell at him and discipline him. Yeah. I don't have time for that. Mm -hmm. They don't realize how tiring it. That is. shit is draining. It's so <laughs> draining. That's draining. And so I don't have draining. time for it. <laughs> Drives me crazy. Yeah, slide your booty over, Marcus. Marcus, you know. Two of y'all. Put that. I like you, Miss Molly, I'm saying one of you. You can sit no, I'm trying to readdress my butt. Lord have mercy, Jesus. <laughs> okay. You bigger than your mom. No, I'm not. It just looks like titties it. Titties anyway. Well, mommy don't have no titties. I know. You know Hello, you recorded. Oh, yeah, I forgot to press that Excuse us. Yeah, we don't have no filters. At all. <laughs> How do you find the balance um, with... Being a wife, being a mom, mm -hmm. and then yourself. Because right now, I feel like I'm experience, experiencing the issues of balance. Because either I'm always at work, or I'm always at home with kids. There's That's what you have. You're supposed to have a girl's night out. You have to make time for yourself. You have to make time. See, I've always had girl time. Because my first marriage, my husband was never home. So I always was able to go with my girls. So it was never a restriction where you had to figure that out. Mm -hmm. And then when I met my second husband, we did things together. He did things. I did things. And then we did things with the kids. See, and that's another thing. Like we, It's hard for us to find time for even just us alone. And it was a little harder because the youngest was young. He was five. So even when we did things together, he was always with us. So even when we had our time together, if it was just to go to City Island, he was with us. 
If we went to BBQs, he was with us. If we just sat in a car and chill, he was with us. So he was always, always. That's why when I make the joke about the breath smoke, because he's still the same way, 15 years old. Yeah. You still up under us when we go places. Mm -hmm. You know, like Valentine's Day, we just went out. He was with us. <laughs> you know, Valentine's Yeah, he was with us. Uh, he didn't even say, oh, let me stay home. And he's 15. He could have, but no, he came. So... But I always be like, but I when be she at home, she he underneath his father, twenty four seven. Even if he be laying on the floor beside him, yeah, <laughs> that's that's the ritual. If he doesn't have his game, that's the thing. He'll come in our room and either kneel down at the foot of the bed by his father's feet and watch whatever we watching. Oh my god! And that's that's. Girl, you, know, you had a lot of kids, so how was it for you to maintain balance? Child, please. <laughs> but, she went, but she went out, though. She, she went time. out. She, she was going to dance, and daddy mm -hmm. would watch us because he wasn't an out yeah. hanging out he, person he, like that. He was a hanging out person, but since he was running numbers, he was out in the street all day. So the nighttime. So when he come in the nighttime, he was tired. He'd stay home with the kids. But we didn't have no long time much either because... They act like they didn't have no damn TV out here. They all want to pile up in my house, and I mean in my room, and he watch TV. That's right, sure enough. He's in on one side, I'm on the other. She in the middle. Detroit on the next side of her. James down on the floor. Oh, Joe across the foot. Oh, yeah. So I be in the house screaming now, like get out of my room. Y'all got a TV in your room. Y'all got a TV in the living room. Find somewhere other than my room. Mm -hmm. No, but mine didn't find nowhere but my room. They had a TV in here, they had a TV in their room, but they used to come in my room every Saturday morning. That's right, watch our cartoons. And watch their cartoons. And then from that, it went to Godzilla, and then the karate pictures. And then he get up and fix breakfast. Yeah. Fix them some bacon and eggs and stuff, same shit you used to get. I lock myself in my bathroom. That's how I find my time for myself. Mm -hmm. I lock myself in the bathroom and I smoke in the bathroom. Well, what y'all have to do is create date nights. And that's because with me and my husband, we were Macy's and Eastern Stars. So when we had our dances, that was our out. But when I left that, we had to find something for us. So we will have date nights. So we will say, okay, is he going to go to his mom or is he going to go to his siblings so that we can have date night or date weekend and hang out. And then I will say, all right, I ain't seen my girls in a month. We miss each other, babe. We're going to have girls day. They either going to come up here, spend a night, have breakfast, whatever, or I'm going to go down there and spend a night with them. So I always plan it. Like now with everything going on, since grandpa passing, it's a lot going on. I need a mental health moment. One of my sisters in Christ saw that i was overwhelmed and she took me out to dinner last night but i told my girls i need a vacation away like i need to turn my phone off and i don't need to connect with nobody but be on the beach with some drinks and some water and just chill and we're planning that mm -hmm. so you have to make the time and plan it accordingly you know get your kids babysitters like, like they that, have a love god parents like and family for your birthday, I think. Yeah, like that trip y'all took. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could do that. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go far. No, we only want to Ocean City, Maryland. But y'all could go to Vegas. Y'all could go. To, I mean, not Vegas. Um, Atlantic City. Y'all could go to Connecticut, Foxwoods. What's that? That's a casino, a nice hotel yeah. casino. 
Me and your mom, mom went there for the shopping trip with um yeah, our cousin. And they also have the um Daughter Lodge an hour away. There's a B&B that joint. I stayed at that's right up there in mm -hmm. Foxwood. He's literally down the road from Foxwood. So he mm -hmm. the the B&B that I stayed at was five minutes from Foxwoods and a half an hour from Nordic Lodge. Mm -hmm. So even if you don't do a girls trip, you could do something with your husband and get babysitters. If you have to split all three of your kids up, then you got to split all three of your kids up. I love it. But it's three kids and it's hard for one person mm -hmm. if they don't have if they don't have it in them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it you have to do what you have to do. But you definitely, know? definitely, you have to make time for yourself. Mm -hmm. Self so care is important. Hiding in the bathroom, locking yourself in the bathroom. That's not that's not self care. For yourself. It's that's not, not self care because that's still breakdown. You still stressing out because you locked in the bathroom, but you still got somebody. Knocking on the door, mm -hmm. trying to get in, sticking mm -hmm. fingers under the door, pulling at your feet. Talking under the door. Bang, trying what to you feed. doing? I want to come in. That's, trying to pee. Yes, yes. All the time. So that's, that, that's like a mental breakdown. That's not therapeutic. Yeah, well, I had, when I had all of them, I, the women was in the bathroom. So I had five of them. And they was running around in here. The, James and, and Kathy were fighting all the damn time. I said, oh, God, I, I feel like running away from home. I really felt like just leaving them all and just go. Mm -hmm. And and James got his room all was cooked up. Movie the stranger opened the door, the shit fall down on my head. <laughs> yeah, we had to set, we had to set booby traps. We had to set booby traps. I sat in my room and cried like a baby. I said these people are trying to kill me. I got to get away See, from them. See when when. Let me, let, me, let me just say it like this without naming names. When you have siblings and one sibling does not connect properly with the other siblings and you resort to the other siblings coming together with the exception of that one and the one that's not in the clique is malicious, then you have to set booby traps. See, that's why I'm afraid Especially of, if you have a sibling that shares a room with the other, with the malicious sibling. I so you have to, to set booby Like, I tell him all the time because I have a pretty decent relationship with my siblings. I tell him all the time, like, I don't care what the moms say. Your goal as a father, keep the kids, kids together. together. Mm -hmm. Keep the kids together because, God forbid, you're no longer here. Your kids you're the only other. connection. That they have, mm -hmm. so try to keep them together. And he's like, sometimes he's like, I just don't feel like dealing with the headache. And I'm like, I understand that. Trust me, I understand that. But when they get older, because you they're gonna need somebody. Yeah, they're gonna need somebody to turn to. And who 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 better to turn to than your sibling? Mm -hmm. That's how it's That's like when Kenny died. His children, they had to turn to her because. They didn't really know nothing about their father mm. because they their mother made them stay away from him. And ain't nobody in this earth to tell me that they did that, that that woman didn't do something to turn those kids against him. Because when they were little, they was always in this damn house. Mm -hmm. See, I'm afraid of, of losing that as they get older. Well, not if they get older, he stays in their life. They keep connected. Yeah, and as they get you know, older, as you they will learn to build say, their she own rapport away from with one grandma. another. Yeah. Grandpa didn't pull away from her, so that was a choice that she made. Her. 
that's based on whatever was said to her. You know, so if he constantly stays connected and keeps them in the line, and there's only one mother you're dealing with that does that, then maybe it won't be so bad. But you guys still have to set rules for your household. Mm -hmm. And he has to back you on those rules that you set for the household. You know, and if it takes him having to have a conversation with the mother to be like, listen, when they with you, they're gonna act one way, but when they in my house, they're gonna act accordingly. They're gonna abide by the rules that I set for my household. Mm -hmm. You know, and once again, kids are not gonna stay little forever. You know, they know who each other is. They build their rapport with one another. As they get older, some of them will be closer than others. It happens, you know, because you still have to deal with no matter how hard you try to keep them together. together. Once they get older, they will yeah. something will happen with them that they will separate. No matter how hard you try to keep them together, and depending upon whatever influence they get from the mother or the custodial parent that they're with, mm -hmm. that will play a part in the relationship that they have with their siblings. So. Um, how do you address issues um, in your relationship? Like, is it, I know you guys said don't speak out of anger, but like, do you outsource like through counseling or is it something that you know, you, you just say, you know, we're gonna work on this internally? How do we? In my first marriage, I had to go to counseling towards the end. Like, we were already separated. So you didn't think, like, in the beginning that was something else was doing? No. Because I just, you know, being young, and I had a, I, I deal with a lot of older people. I don't hang out with a lot of young people. I have five young friends, and those are my girls. <laughs> but I was listening to a lot of older people in the older generation. Back in their days, it's like they let them in Wanda and then they come back home and got it out their system and they're fine because, you know, you only take care of this household and if you make a baby out there, that money don't you give to that wife and she gonna make sure the lady got it or whatever. Is that type. And so you try to listen and be like, all right, he gonna get it out of his system. He young and he gonna change. And in my case, that just never happened. So when it was already at the wit's end and it was almost divorced, we did try, but it just didn't help because he was already set in his ways and don't want to listen to high head. With my second marriage, we went to counseling before we got married. And I'm telling you, it was beautiful. That my pastor was like, this is the best marriage counseling I ever did. I wish every marriage was like y'all. I wish every couple was like y'all because this is, it, all he did was ask us a question to ask each other. He didn't ask him the question or me the question. He said, what are your dislikes? Tell her, you tell him. What are your likes? Tell her, tell him. Why do you love him? Tell her, tell him. And he mm -hmm. sat back and watched how we communicated with one another. Mm -hmm. And we were able to share and talk and be honest. And he was like, this is the best. Like, I wish all of my couples was like this. So we did it before. So I guess that's why. And he always says to keep the lines of communication open. That's healthy marriage. Yes. So that's what I do. I, I, I do get upset and I do wait and then I sit down and say, okay, I need to have a conversation with you. I don't, I feel like I don't have a, um, a healthy way of addressing issues. 
You have to learn it. And this is your first marriage and you never experienced this. Mm -hmm. And everything's happening at one time because not only is this your first marriage, mm -hmm. you're young, you have children, and then you have other children mm -hmm. from the outside. So it's a lot of factors that play a part that you're dealing with all at one time. Yes, the three children you got and the other ones outside. And then you have a fresh and marriage and y'all young and y'all know marriage. what to do with marriage y'all never been married no because y'all y'all niggas are thrown into it like, yeah you what y'all so we should have been to be married got right? married but didn't have all these all this baggage and that's so what you the, got that's what's turning you upside down it's the baggage, baggage that don't have you didn't have time to breathe with each other you know to look at each other's faces talk shit to each other, make love to each other, you know, without somebody knocking on the door, ma, dad, you know. Oh, you mean like before the kids? Yeah, 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 before yeah, the kids, yeah. Okay. yeah. Because y'all was young. Yeah. yeah. You know, y'all was young, so y'all didn't have that time. So, you know, you have to learn and develop that, and you have to figure out a way that it works for Brittany without Brittany getting nasty and angry, because you're not going to solve anything by being nasty. You're just gonna get angry and he's just gonna shut down and get mad or you're just gonna shut down and get mad. Cause I was before the queen that shut down. And nothing got solved. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nothing got solved with with shutting down, because I was shut down all the time and not saying anything. But the hell with that, I ain't shutting down. Let's have a conversation. Now what about you? Me and in my first marriage, I I I stayed quiet a lot. I just just ignored it i was like i'm just here to take care of my kids no matter what i say you know and he was a drinker so he would start his weekends on thursday so thursday through sunday he'd be drunk and i had to just deal with the kids so there was no to me there was no real outlet for me mm -hmm. and because you guys were little i didn't i felt like these are my kids they're my responsibility i don't want to put my burden on anybody else so I just dealt with it, you know. And when it got to a point where I was like, I was, I was depressed. I was, I was mentally, physically, emotionally abused. So it was like I, I was embarrassed about that. I didn't want to speak about it to anybody because I was like, who's going to understand what I'm going through? Who's going to, you know, if I say this to anybody, they're going to be like, well, yeah, motherfucker. You know, so you know, <laughs> yeah. you know it, was, it was a lot. It was a lot. So I kept it in. So when it got to the point that we had to go to counseling, oh, so yeah, did go to counseling. We went to counseling. We went to three sessions of counseling, and coming home from counseling after our second session, we got into an argument. We got into an argument in the cab, and he accused me of luring. The counselor over to my side. I'm like, how can I lure a counselor over to my? This person doesn't know me from Adam and don't know you from Adam. They just sat there, asked questions, and listened to how we responded. You know, and the counselor told him, he was like, listen, I asked her a question. Let her answer the question. She's talking. Are you listening to what she's saying? No. You're not listening to what she's saying. That's why you guys are having problems because you're not communicating properly. So do you think outsourcing so, a counselor is beneficial? In my situation, it was to me, 
but because he was reluctant about it mm -hmm. and the council pointed out a lot of his faults, he didn't like it. So he accused me of luring the council to my side. So the council was once again on my side and the deck was stacked against them. Mm -hmm. So the council suggested a trial separation. We did the trial separation. He acted great during that time, just long enough to get me to move back home because I moved out. And when I moved out, that's when the family found out about the mental, the emotional, the physical abuse, because nobody knew nothing, nothing. This when he was ready to jump him. We he was did, like, let's jump him. <laughs> we did, <laughs> yeah, we actually. did, we did, yeah. yeah. So, mm -hmm. you know, he did jump him, we did, we did, we did, yeah. Um, and uh, even on the day that I moved, my moving man said, aren't you afraid? I said, at this point, no. I'm not. I said, it's raining, it's raining, and he's not coming home for lunch, so I can pack my shit, take what I want to want, what I want, and I'm going to leave, and what I don't want will stay here. I said, and if he does by chance happen to come home, then we're going to thump. We're going to go, I'll use him, blow for blow. You hit me, I'm going to hit you. And I made the, the decision to finally, when it got to the point that we got into an argument and he threw water on me, ice cold water, like out the refrigerator, pulled the jug of water out and dumped it on my head and told me to cool off. Ciao. And I was cleaning chicken with the big old butcher knife. Oh, because I was going to tell what the time was. I went after him <laughs> with that butcher knife and all I could see was it being lunched in his back. I said, it's time for me to go. I said, it's time for me to go. If I'm to this point that I'm ready well, to stab you, stab his ass. Right? I'm ready yeah. to stab you and think nothing of it. It's time for your me to go to because me it's going to be either you I was or frying me. fish. And no, I, yes, I did. And I brought it back and took, took it off the stove. <laughs> and he hit my hand like that. And the damn frying pan went down in the garbage can. The garbage can. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was a plastic yeah. garbage can. It just shriveled right up. Yeah. I'm going to set his ass on fire. <laughs> no, see, I was going to stab him. He said, so. you crazy. I said, no, I'm not. I'm just trying to I don't understand why here. guys will push and push and push and then try and flip it and say, you're crazy. Like, sir, you're the crazy one. Yeah. You keep poking the bear. You're the crazy one. Yeah. So the, the first one, it, it, it was not beneficial for me. So would you do counseling? I, I had to. I had to get out. And when I got to the second marriage. The second marriage was better because we both had been married previously. So we understood the concept of being married and what it takes to be married. So we did sit down and we had an open discussion amongst ourselves. And it was like, he let me know what he would tolerate and wouldn't tolerate. And I let him know what I would tolerate. Well, we put our cards on the table. We put our cards on the table. I will accept A, B, and C. D and everything behind that. I'm not. I'm not dealing with. So y'all so address your deal breakers ahead of time. Exactly. Yes. So it's like, did you? This is them? what I will accept, no. and this is what I won't accept. No. I and didn't. vice versa. No, you you so because it. you know, once you're in the relationship, then you no. know there's some no. stuff that you sleep because under I the rug. No, what I expect no. when I got into this. No, because if you've been in, in, as you guys call it, a toxic relationship prior, you don't want to allow any Anything. of those toxic traits into the new relationship. No. Because you I know that baggage that my ex-husband did to me. You you leave all that baggage. And I'm not doing back it again. There. 
You I'm leave that baggage in the garbage can. You leave that out there. I'm not bringing any pieces of that into this. It's not going to happen. Because the minute you start letting this little piece in and that little piece in, you're right pieces. back at square one. Yeah. Yeah, Kimmy tried that on me too, and I put it in a spot right there and said, mm -hmm. You did that before, you're not going to, because he, uh -uh. he was a whole monger. He liked women. Yes, 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 and that's how I felt in my first marriage. I was like, when I, like I said, I got to that point where I saw that butcher knife going in your back. You know, it's time for me to go because I have, to, I have, I have to keep my sanity. Mm -hmm. You know, because it, it's going to be either with us in here fighting, it's going to be either you or me, and then my children are going to end up in the foster system, and I'm going to be in jail, and you're going to be dead. She and before be I allow that to happen, mm -hmm. I'm washing my hands of this, and this was after counseling. Y'all wasn't going to Beckett, though. Y'all was with your grandma. That was after counseling. I was like, mm -mm, no. I was like, I, I can't. I, I gotta go. I gotta go. So what you might I also need to do is second? some counseling for yourself. Then I also thought, I didn't feel like that was healthy to bring girls up in that type of relationship. No, it wasn't. It's not. Because I, I don't want my girls to grow up thinking that this is the type of relationship well, that boys, you have to be boys, in. Boys, too. Because there's a lot of things that were done that children's period, boy or girl, yeah. see in a household mm -hmm. and it affects them. And you think right. that they don't see it. Right. And you mm -hmm. think that they don't affect because them. Because they're quiet. And they but it that. does. Yeah. You know, and they talk about it later, what they experience. And this is why some people live they like the way they live now because of what they saw. True. So, you yeah, know, like you can't say I'm just so girl. Because it's like I, I witnessed what my mom went through. And it's like, I try not to talk about it, but it's like, there is stuff that I witnessed that I already, from jump growing up, I didn't care. As soon as I got in a relationship, I already made it known. Like, you think you're going to put your hands on me? If I don't get you first, I got some niggas that's going to get you. Mm -hmm. Whether it be family, whether it be friends, I got somebody that's going to get you. Mm -hmm. That was That's always mm -hmm. been, like, my number one rule. Yeah. Then I also grew into this phase where it's like, because I have that mentality with the person I'm with, I'm not going to take you talking to me any type of way either because you think you're going to talk to me some type of way, I'm going to pop on you. And my dad, my mom's husband, he had to tell me, like, you can't be thinking that they're not going to put their hands on you, but the minute they say something you don't like, that you're going to put your hands on them. So you're going to come across the one that's going to knock your ass out. Mm -hmm. And he always tell me, he's like, one thing, you're going to be with a man, let that man be a man. Don't think you're going to put your hands on him. Because mm -hmm. the minute you do that, picture in your head you having a fight with Layla Ali. That's the first thing you need to picture. If you're going to put your hands on this man, make sure you're looking at him like he's Layla Ali and be prepared to get your ass whipped if he hit you back. Mm -hmm. And I, after he, even after he told me that, I had, I was like, what you talking about? Like, uh-uh, you know, man going to put his hands on me. Mm -hmm. Then I'm like, you know what? Because it'd be that day I come across the one that's going to knock my ass mm -hmm. out. And what am I saying? Can't say nothing to nobody because yeah, 
I can't, I can't beat this man's ass if you hit him first. Because mm-hmm. he was just defending himself. Now, even if, though we teach our y'all men was don't hit women, and he but hit you first, sometimes yes. your generation don't know when to shut the hell up. Mm-hmm. And y'all keep going and going and going and going and going to men, to grown boys. And they're going to take it but so much. And then when you put your hands on them, they got to treat you like you after. Yeah. Which is they like a like, man. You want to act like a man, I'm going to treat you like a man. Beat your ass like a man. And that's that. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, daddy's going to protect you as much as he can protect you. Mm-hmm. But if you're wrong, he's going to let you know you're wrong. So what you need to do is maybe go to counseling for yourself about your marriage and see how you can learn communication skills. Yeah, because he told me all the time, he's like, I be trying to talk to you, but you just shut down. And it's like, I feel like his delivery mm-hmm. is what gets me into that point of, mm-hmm. I'm going to shut down. Because it's like, he'll try and say something, and I don't like the delivery, and I'm like, this conversation is going to go left. Like, I'd rather not mm-hmm. deal with it. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not doing, you're not being fair. If you want him to listen to you, you must learn to listen to him. Because you don't like the way he's saying it. Listen but with your mind. Listen with your mind and your heart. Listen. If you want to be heard, you must listen. Mm-hmm. But I tell you all and the I'm time, tell you again, the way y'all talk I to each other, way. the way y'all talk to each other is really reckless. So, and I said, you know, I tell you that all the time. I told her, I said, she talked to that boy like he's a dog. I heard you at, at your house talking to that boy. I said, I'm, I wonder he didn't knock the shit out of her. Didn't I tell you that? Mm-hmm. And yep. you got to be careful because your children picked it up. Because Cece right. tried it. And I had to check Cece at her birthday party one time. She was very disrespectful to her father. And I was like, mm-mm, out of line, little girl. And I told him that too, like, when we have an adult conversations, I don't want to have them in front of the kids. Like, especially if it's during a heated time. I tried my to have those conversations because they're listening and they're very sensitive and i feel like he be still like he'll push 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 and it's like i feel like because i shut down so much he doesn't know Mm -hmm. whether i'm shutting down or i'm just avoiding the conversation no just say i'm choosing not to have this conversation right now because there's kids here we can resume this when it's just us when they go to sleep that's it yeah, but then, what if it gets heated? Now we're waking kids up. No, you can't no, get heated. No, you can't get heated. Have a discussion. That's what you're doing. You're not yelling and arguing. That's heated. Yelling and arguing is heated. A discussion is talking. Like, you remember that time Grandpa went to the store and I told him to get something? And he came. I think it was Chinese food. Uh-huh. You started. And I saw him came in. And, and Cece said to me, why do you talk to Papa like that? I said, I'm sorry. She said, well, you tell him you're sorry. I said, yeah, you go back there and tell him I'm sorry. And she went back there. She told him I was sorry. I never talked to Kenny like that again. But he blew me up that the second, you know. And I thought about it. I said I didn't have no business talking to him like that in front of them kids. Mm-hmm. I said, but he pissed me off. Lord help me. And then I, you know, kept myself calm. Like if he's gonna make me mad, I wouldn't say nothing. I just let him go. Mm-hmm. He get up in the morning. I'm going to the store. Taking two hours to go get. Some bacon for CC. <laughs> two hours. Now you know damn well he ain't buying no bacon for no two hours. He out there scratching off. So I got to the point where I wouldn't say nothing to him. I said, you scratch off, he won two thousand dollars, two or three thousand dollars. Oh, scratching off. Mm-hmm. Scratching off. 
when Vince might be scratching up all the time. didn't give me a dime. I mean, he was running out here every morning. Then I get the two pieces. So one day, we was going shopping. And I said, this motherfucker done hit the lotto. I'm going to make him buy me something. So I needed some lamps for my bedroom. So I made him buy the lamps out the bedroom. Then when I finished that, I said, I need some sheets. So I went to Fat Albert's and bought up some sheets. Mm-hmm. He said, wait, I got to go to the casket. <laughs> that's, that's the only way I could get stuff. When he had money, I could do anything I wanted out of him. Anything. I don't care what it was. He could give it to me. Because when he get broke, he get broke. Then I'd be moping around. What's the value of sheets? Nothing. Nothing. Can I borrow? Uh, no, you can't borrow a damn dime off of me because you don't give me one. <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all think that it's wrong to ask for space during a marriage? What? Ask for what? Ask for space. space. No, I don't think so. Like space in what way? Even, maybe like a week or so. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. No. I thought you meant like no. a... Uh, no, a couple of hours. Have, like, a real strenuous time. You don't no. know? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not appropriate. Don't ever give your marriage that kind of space. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, no. Can we take a walk? Or oh, go to spend out like, with your girlfriend? But, no. No. One of my friends, she was like, you know what? I'm, I'm very passionate about my space. And she was like, I even, she said, she's like, I can really easily just get a rental property in, like, one or two days. Just go over there just so I can have my space and myself. And I was like, no. You didn't get married to have space. If you wanted space, then you should have stayed single. Yeah. Because you can have all the space in the world. Like, if we're in the house together, I'm like, I need my space. I'm going to go sit there for a few hours. Now, you know, I'm going to go shopping. I'm going to be out for a few hours. I'm getting my space that way. But you're not going nowhere for a week without me. No. Not even if they're just trying to take a mental vacation. No. No. You go, you go taking that space that lets your mind start wanting and let that person start getting into unnecessary yep. issues. Mm-hmm. Even if y'all checking in, that don't mean you know how to check it and cheat. You know how to check it and cheat. CNC, that's what it's called, checking and cheat. And you know women are famous for doing that. It could work, and all that FaceTime bullshit. Somebody could be in the bathroom while you FaceTime for a little while. That is true. So, no, no, that's not appropriate. That's if you not. want mental health space, go take a day at the spa. Yep. Go treat yourself to a mani and pedi and lunch. You go hang out with your girls. For the, it's plenty of time. You I did it a minute and I call a twin. You got to be like, I'm coming down colors. for the day. And Y'all we'll have to also do that. She, she, Give him she time she to go. She, you have a day or two with the fellas. I got a day or two with the girls. And that's that. Just as happy and pleasant to my husband. But before we went out of here, I want to kill it. <laughs> you have to, you no, know, no space like that that you're talking about. Wait, no, that's not good. That's problems in your marriage kind of space. Yeah. You don't no, do that. You, no, no, no. Well, you need a minute, like with me, like we have the basement. I Sometimes I'll go down and FaceTime me by myself, and then you'll be like, wait a minute, my wife ain't up here watching TV. When she disappears. And then he'll come down here to be like, Oh, you down here playing Pac-Man? I'm like, where's my wife at? My husband's the total opposite. He just want to be up under me all the time. No, my husband want to be up under me all the time, but sometimes I'll just slide off. I'll just, I don't even be like, I'm going downstairs to the bed. No, I'll just be like, I'll get up. If it'll be a commercial or the show finished, the movie finished, I'll just get up. 
and disappear. And then he'll be like, wait a minute, she ain't come back. Because trust me, my husband be out my butt. He just wanna be up on the all the time. He, he, he don't wanna give me no he, space. He can't, he can't see a move out of his room five minutes. <laughs> if she go upstairs, he right up there behind her. You already know. Me and Daddy be sitting in that little room watching TV together. I get up and I go in that back, and I'm back there for more than five minutes. Detra, what you doing? That's what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what, what you doing? I Sometimes space. I just, I just don't have. I don't even. I don't even respond. Watch the TV. I don't respond I, to I when we're gonna say one word until eight o'clock. The, the movie started coming on. And I say, Papa, where you at? Daddy. He said, Why? I said, What you doing? I'll be there in a minute. I said, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he come. I get. It, he get in the bed. I go to sleep. <laughs> Maybe I gotta try and take in this. Yeah. It's so hard for me to take time for myself. Cause it's like. When I do try and go out for a few hours, my head is constantly running and thinking about at home and thinking about you me handling to, home. You so have to. What you have to when do when he's at home, him. you let him be at home. You need to unplug. You have well, to learn home. to well, unplug. Well, her is probably crushed because the other two is, is right. what you call it. And they only but when he's home. when he's home and Chris, with Chris, Chris be up his ass. That's true. So, so that you don't have no so worries. So when she goes out, she needs to like really. So what are we worrying for? If he's under his father, he's under his father. He's okay. No, I just feel like every time I try to take just a, a few hours away, my head is just constantly running. No, then you have to go and you have to go and get treatment for that. That's fine. That's you. And unfortunately, technology, you constantly get off of it. Look, turn that shit off. People call you, that's what you have voicemail for. Leave a message. And that's what I just you. said. This girl's trip vacation, we're not in. We already said it. We all need a minute because every last one of us is going through something. So we turn it on phones. We checking in when we get there. Everybody safe. We here. Everybody bleeding. Everybody breathing. All right. Only call me and leave a message if somebody's bleeding. That's mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. If ain't nobody bleeding, everybody lives. Even when I'm on vacation. You I call because you want to call because you want to be like, because you sit like, down with, with Cece. Yes. You call, I'd be like, what's she doing? You just got off the train at work. Why are you calling me? She fine. Yes. Even yeah, when I'm on vacation, nervous. I think your girl curse me all the time. Stop calling here for her. If you want her that bad, let her go home with you. Take her with you. And I just be like, no, it's not, I'm not trying to take her with me. I want the space away from my kids so and my family. But my mind is constantly running and mm -hmm. thinking about at mm -hmm. home. Like you have to learn how to not think about at home. I mean, you well, know. When, when, when she come over here now, when they come over here now. I be so tempted to call. That's why I send her with a tablet. Why you be tempted to call? She be having a good time. I know, but it's just. I don't, and she be telling me stories about her mommy. I don't know. I she get up like in the so bed and read to me. Because she reads to me now. I'm so happy. She reads to me. Okay, I'm hurrying up, mom. I'm hurrying up. I'm going to just start off on the next question. Um, how important is it to y'all to find intimate time? Very important, which I don't get a lot of. I don't get it at all. I don't get a lot of. I didn't get a lot when we were in the apartment because. Everybody was there, mm -hmm. and now it's like it's just us three and where he's gonna go because we live way down yonder. So it's not like so we would have to make arrangements for him to go away for the weekend or the day mm -hmm. in order to have intimate time. Mm -hmm. My intimate time is gone. 
Well, I mean, did y'all used to have a lot of intimate time? It was oh, just yeah. them. Yeah. They, I mean, it was. They had an empty desk for 100 years. I was gone since 23 years old. So yeah. I've been going 23 22. years. I've been gone 20. No, I left at 23. That's what you said. What was that question? I left at 23. So I was going for... So they had an empty nest for 20 years. How important is it to find time to be intimate? That's important. Is it? Oh, it's very important. So I've... They've been on... What you do, far? They've been empty nest for for 20 years. Because I left at 23. I, I have a hard time with that, too. We had intimacy for a long time until we had it. His um, what's that thing you have? Prostate cancer. Yeah, so he had that. Mm. I, I have a, I have a very hard time doing that. Plus the kids. Yeah, and that, and it's like I'm always so tired and drained. So yes, like I don't I have get the it. energy to try it. Me too. I because I, you're I doing so many things. Here. Yeah, because it's me too. Sometimes I ask my girls, and I'll be like, "Ah, girl, I don't feel sexually active. Is something wrong with me?" You know, because it's like I'm too tired to try to give you some. Like, I don't feel like, see, that's him calling now. All right, I'm sorry, this is on the last question, I promise. What is one thing that you wish you knew prior to getting married? One thing I wish I knew prior to getting married was how tough marriage was. That's what you're gonna say, how hard it is. It's marriage, it's, it's a lot work. of work. It's a work. lot of work. And it's I tell like you, going to work. Yeah, I tell you time and time again. That that's I tell, another job. I tell anybody, it is. It's my point, I was not prepared for that. I tell anybody, marriage is what you make it. If you want it to be peaches and cream, it's going to be peaches and cream. Mm -hmm. If you want it to be a living hell, it's going to be a living hell. It's mm -hmm. all about how you make it and what you make of it. But it is indeed a lot of work. It's a lot of patience, a lot of understanding. And and it, it it's a fifty fifty. No one person cannot give twenty five percent, and the other person mm -hmm. giving seventy five percent. It's fifty fifty. Mhm. Mm I tell him sometimes I feel like I miss the boyfriend girlfriend phase. Yes. Because there's no responsibility in that. Y'all just living free like that bird I was talking about. Mm -hmm. That's what happened with you boyfriend girlfriend. There's no responsibility to one another or anything situation. Mm -hmm. So when you get married. It becomes responsibility. I'm responsible for you, mm -hmm. and you're responsible for me, mm -hmm. and we're responsible for these children. Mm -hmm. So it's different. And, and it's harder. And a person can only keep up a facade, but for so long. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, at some point, you're going to have to pull the blinds down, mm -hmm. and this is me. Mm -hmm. What you see is what you get. That's how come it's important in the beginning. Mm -hmm. You put all your cards on the table mm -hmm. and let it be known. What you gonna tolerate, what you're not gonna tolerate. If there's an in-between, okay, we may put a few in the middle and this is the teetering edge. But I'm not going past here and I'm not going past there. Mm -hmm. I'm learning more to make lists and try and compare our lists so that we can either choose what we're gonna work on you or choose what we're gonna take I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right, Grandma. I was at the last question anyway. Well, thank you, y'all, because this felt like a a cleansing session for me. I, I needed it because I had some questions. I didn't know how to. Thank you. Well, thank you for asking. Bye, guys. <laughs> thank you for Ciao. tuning in.